And there's just a wave of outpouring of how awesome this is and how much we've saved certain people and how we've contributed to their journey of getting that education or that, you know, whatever that end goal is for them. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your daily helping. Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Daily Helping Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Richard, and we have a really, really awesome guest to share with you today. Grant Aldrich is the founder of OnlineDegree.com, and he has a purpose-driven mission to make higher education more accessible and affordable for everyone. And we're going to get into his story, but he's done some absolutely phenomenal things. He's been a board member and a donor of a number of nonprofits and advisor to many publicly traded companies and guest speaker at seminars and graduate school courses all over the country. He's graduated with honors from the University of California, Irvine in economics. Grant, welcome to the show. It is awesome to have you here. Hey, Dr. Richard. Thank you for having me on. So I purposefully left out a little bit of your story because it's it's quite powerful and it led you to do what you're doing today. So there's so many different things that I'm excited to talk to you about today. But again, I want to jump right into it, right into your story, because it's so powerful. So talk to us about what happened to you that really galvanized this mission for you and put you on the path you're on today. Yeah, well, to put it plainly, I I almost drowned about... Uh, three years ago. And that moment has, I, I've, I've noticed a, a definite distinct path that I've taken since that moment. And it was a, it was a, a very horrible experience for, uh, for my wife and uh, my, my, my mother-in-law and everyone who was there who almost watched it happen. And so I can give you the background and some of the things that you know, led up to that. But that's the gist of it. That was, that was a very powerful thing that happened to me. What were you doing, and I, and I do want to get into the specifics of that, but what were you doing professionally before that happened? Yeah, so to kind of lead up to this, I, since I was a little kid, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur and to you know, build big companies, and I, I thought it was fascinating to, to create. And I was so lucky that I started two startup companies and I actually was able to exit them and sell them to a publicly traded company. And this was at the end of 2015. And so I, and in that year, 2015 was an incredible year. I, had, I got married. We had, my wife got pregnant with our first son. And I exited uh, those companies in that, in that year. I mean, what a year, right? And at that point, I thought that I was then destined to go really big. I want to have this big company. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to create all of this. And I, I really, you know, all of this different, this, this idea that I had of what did I want to be happy in the life that I wanted to live. And it all changed in February of 2016 after that event. 
And what happened was we were traveling. Uh, my mother, my, my, my wife's family is from Israel. We were traveling with her and we went swimming in, or I was out in the uh, ocean at, um, in Northern California at, when there was a surf advisory and there was a storm at a time I shouldn't have been out there. And I almost drowned. I got pulled into a bunch of currents down into the waves and I'm a you know, decent swimmer, but somehow and miraculously, I was able to save myself after ingesting a ton of salt water and uh, got pulled, you know, I got, I got onto the beach and it was really, I, 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 when I was out there, I thought I was dead. When that happened to you in that moment, and th- this strongly resonates with me, a lot of people, when they are experiencing this kind of near-death moment, like they, they basically believe that they're about to die. A lot of this has been studied by neuroscience, but for many people, they have this very powerful experience where they start really evaluating some things in their lives, even though you're still in the survival mode. That's happening. Is that something that you experienced at that time? I did. And I was, you know, I was, this was admit, this was in the midst of me struggling, of course, like physically to try to swim through it and to get out. And, but I do remember having a very distinct feeling. I can't believe, I'm saying to myself, I can't believe it. This is it. And I really, I had that resonating. I could, and I, I couldn't, I was so far away from the beach and there was rocks. It was, you know, a typical, really rough Northern California beach. But I, I, but I, I looked out there and I could see her, even though I couldn't visually see her and thinking to myself, wow, this is, this is it. And, and then of course, after that coming out, you know, I, and I still didn't even believe that this was the, you know, the, what, what had actually happened. But yeah, no, I, I actually did. I think I really, in, in that brief moment, it really boiled down to, I couldn't believe it. And when you got to the beach and you realized that you were not going to die, take us through what happened next. I think I was in shock for quite a few days because what happened was I got so beat up and with the ingestion of all the salt water, I went to the hospital we had to keep me there. We extended our, uh, our stay there for a few extra days to let me rest because I was so beaten up. And when we got back, I look at this in hindsight because then very, you know, in kind of short order after that, my son was born. And I reflect and I look at the fact that up until that point, I really led a almost what was a selfish, very centered, self-centered existence in that, you know, I thought all these things were important that I had achieved this with the startups and what I wanted to do. But that moment and with the birth of my son just completely changed everything that, wow, no, I mean, I, this, isn't, this isn't what I want. This isn't the person that I am. And it gave me that, that time for interest. It kicked off that time for introspection as opposed to me having the epiphany instantly. But, but it, was that, it was the instigation of that introspection that led me to you know, really understanding myself and I, I think setting me up for happiness the rest of my life. And that's true of so many people that they don't, not necessarily that they have this experience where they almost die, but they start to see glimpses as to what their life could be. And it sounds like that's what happened to you. And you started making some changes because of that. It, it, that's it. it. You know, it's such a, it's sad that it takes such a traumatic and almost permanent event to, give you that awakening and to kick off that kind of introspection to really ask yourself, wow, am I living every day 
the way that I want to live? Am I happy every single day? Will I be happy as I move forward? It's it's a it, it's an incredible thing, and you know I, I really I I relate this with you know the story that you went through as well, which I it's it's incredible, and I'm so thankful in one ways that it did happen because I I really have left that situation a different person. And that resonates so powerfully with me. And absolutely, it's it's almost impossible to go through something like that and not have a change. And some people, many people, unfortunately, will go through an event like that and then become embittered towards the world for what happened to them. And other people, such as yourself, use it as this galvanizing opportunity to radically make transformative change in their life. So talk to us about, as you started seeing these glimpses of a different path, what happened for you and, and ultimately how you began doing what you're doing today? Yeah. Well, the first thing I realized was that I, you know, I wasn't free in my prior and everything I'd done before. What's so sad is that when I started out embarking upon my professional career and being an entrepreneur, you know, I actually had it right. I, w- I, I wanted the freedom to live the life that I wanted. And it was all about that freedom. It wasn't about money or material things. I really don't, I, that wasn't my motivation. And of course, you know, as an entrepreneur, money shouldn't always be the motivation because, you know, you could argue in many cases that sometimes it's better to take another pathway if you want to make a lot of money. I got lucky, I think, in that I ended up exiting my companies and, and having that event, but it was never, that was never the goal. And I looked back and I looked at my 20s and I made myself a slave working towards becoming, uh, towards this dream in the attempt to become free. I mean, think of the irony and how sad that is and how you, you're, you're blinded by your daily um, routine. I really had become a slave, working long hours, not enjoying myself, not exploring all the things I wanted to explore. It was really a tragic story when I looked back. I said, you know, I'm never going to do that again. And I, my vision of having all these employees and people and, and all of these things and building a big company, I didn't want any of it. I just wanted to be with my family every day. And I want to live in existence where I do things that I care about and that I'm happy about. And that was the other kind of revelation as well, that in my prior life, I was working with pharmaceutical companies and helping and helping them. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, they're not all evil, but it's not like something that you get excited about every day. And so I really transitioned my whole life. And I said, look, I'm going to, I'm going to engineer this around my every day to make my, make me happy. I'm going to do something that I really care about. And that's when I got into education and decided I want to solve a really big problem and make uh, college affordable for everybody. And there's a, there's a kind of a story on why I got to that, but that, that became the genesis. I'd like to hear that story because that's interesting. Like of all, of all the directions to go, I, I'd, I'm curious to know what sent you down that path. Yeah, my family, I came from a family of educators. And so it was something that was always in my, my household was the importance of education, the problems that teachers face. And that also dovetailed with my college experience where I had left college with a lot of student debt. So I, I paid it off late in my 20s and it left a, a real scar on me in the sense of like all of this work and all the time that I put in and how much money it really cost. So when, when I got to this point, I was really analyzing what I wanted to do. I was talking about education. I, you know, I'd love to get in somehow. And I was talking with my wife and my wife really crystallized it. And she said, 
you know, it's so sad that with college, because at the time she was going to be a stay-at-home mom uh, to raise our children. She said, it's such a shame that, you know, stay-at-home moms really don't have any way to go back to school because they're so busy. They, you know, they're trying to save money because they're not working. So, you know, finances are an important factor. She started listing off these things. I said, you know what, that's genius, but you know what? That's absolutely true, but that's not limited to stay-at-home moms. That's for every working adult. And the more I started peeling back the onion, I started looking at millions of adults all over the country with huge demand to go back to school are not taking that first step. And it's because of cost concerns. It's because of psychological impediments, all of these things that are preventing from taking the first step. And I said, I can solve that problem. So now you've got me very, very excited. And I'm sure people listening to this. So tell us how you solved that problem. Yeah. So the website is onlinedegree.com. And what we've done is we've provided the ability for anyone to save up to 30% on their degree. And the way we've done it is that instead of going through the normal college process where you have to take this big leap, you're, you, you enroll directly to a school, you have to pay the entire cost of a degree. Instead, we've made a modern alternative to the junior college experience where you register for free in 60 seconds. You can take as many college-level courses as you'd like, you know, interesting things on robotics or psychology or business. And as you take those courses, you can earn credits towards your degree at institutions across the country. And then we have instant tuition discounts that we've worked out on your behalf where you can unlock those discounts towards that institution as well. And it's all free. How does that work logistically? It's a challenge because what we've done is completely new. There's been a lot of other um, startups that have come out and everything's been based on the tuition model. And the tuition model being, okay, if you're not paying full price at a university, maybe we can discount it and you only pay a few thousand dollars a year with us and earn some credits or maybe at the junior college, community college, you know, same thing, about a couple thousand dollars, you add in books. And yes, it's cheaper than the full you know, um, tuition at the institution but it's still a significant barrier. And I said, you know what? No way. We've got to completely remove all of that to make it easy for working adults to get started, overcome the fact that, hey, can I achieve this in my daily schedule? Right? We're all busy. We've got children, jobs. Can I work this into my schedule? Dispel the myth that they can't be successful in an online classroom and that they and that they don't have the wherewithal to be successful. Remove all those things. Get let's get get everybody in. And so by doing that, we had to make it free. And so the way we've worked out our business model is essentially we've made it university supported. So the universities, if it's free for the students, the universities actually pay us through our relationships with them because they always want access to better students. So as students go through and they look and they go on our platform, it's essentially like ad supported. So students come in, take as many courses as they want, and they can learn more about the institutions. And the institutions pay us to, to be able to market and to be available as options for the students. So it's really a win-win for everybody. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. 
I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you, and I can't wait to see where you'll go. It's really interesting. I, I imagine when you started this that there was a lot of resistance probably to get this off the ground. But now I know that this has picked up some steam. You guys have been featured in Forbes. So talk to us about the, the early challenges and, uh, and then the growth that you've experienced. Yeah, I would say the biggest early challenge was, of course, making money. Because the how do you create a real model that would work? And this is something that's new. If you dispense with a tuition model, like that's very standard. Yeah, how do you pay for things? And so that was the first part that was going to be a real big challenge. And the way that we, you know, I have to say, I thought this would be a lot harder to bring into as a concept to the institutions because something that's a very little known fact is that institutions are, there's a very high demand for great qualified students. So what does that mean? Most of the time when people enroll at universities as adults, there's a high dropout rate. And the reason being that, let's say you're a busy adult, you just take the big leap, you, go, you, go, you're go, you start that uh, degree program, and something in your life comes up. Uh, you know, It could be anything, but all of a sudden you start falling behind in class. Well, as a working adult, we understand what debt can do and, and the cost of that. So what you don't want the debt clock to continue to accrue while you're weathering whatever this storm is, maybe a death in the family, you know, whatever it is. So you just drop out. And then there's a shame that overcome, that you know, just overcomes you and you end up not going back. Well, the whole point of what you know, we're... So for the universities themselves, long story short, is that there's a lot of situations where that happens. And so for them, having students who prove to themselves that they've got the time management, that they're able to over... That uh, they're successful online, which is a different kind of learning. So all this preparation that goes into it, they love it. So which is why they're willing to provide discounts and other things for our students to get to enroll. So it's a win for them too. So I was one thing that shocked me was that they've been very willing and very interested in working with us with our students because they want students who are more prepared. Makes a lot of sense. And and talk to us now that this this kind of new model, this almost a hybrid model, has come into existence. Talk to us about the growth. Talk to us about some of the really exciting things that are happening with onlinedegree.com. Yeah, now the so we've we've gotten a lot of great traction. So we just announced our 10,000th student in April of uh, 2018 and we only launched in July of 2018. So it's been oh, I'm sorry, uh, April of 2019. So it's been a very exciting run. We've things have really taken off to your so what you mentioned earlier we were featured in Forbes and Inside Higher Ed and Killer Startups and a bunch of other great places. So we're starting to get a lot of steam and we're getting a lot of university partners as well. We're adding great state schools, private schools, so many great options for our students. And the real dream and what's really starting to coalesce now, inside the education industry, there's been this model that's been very university-centric. And the university-centric models, I'll explain this, is that 
universities all market themselves or they have these big agencies that market themselves, market them. And everything's about marketing that one school. And it's very much about the university. Hey, we want to get more enrollments, so we market. The model that I'm bringing is not only disruptive to help more working adults get back to school, making it free and accessible, it's equally as disruptive for the industry because now we have a student-centric model. And why is that important? Now, when a student comes on our platform, we, there is no third party, or there wasn't before we launched, there was no third party resource to truly help someone try to figure out what that best fit is. It's scary out there to figure out what is the best school for you, what's the best option, where can you save the most money, what's that? You know, so we are filling that gap as the first student-centric model to help them figure out and with, without the bias of you know, one particular school. Because you know, obviously, our school list is growing and growing and growing. We don't care where you go. We, there, here are all the great options. We're trying to get all the avant-garde, adult-friendly schools and used institutions from the best in the country. And we want you to find that right fit. Because no matter where you go, it doesn't matter to us. It's the same. You know, we, we, all the money that we make is, is, is the same. So we really have the interest that we want to put the students' needs first and find them that right fit. So that's a really big change in the industry. Really interesting. And I know that when you create something like this, you never fully see all of the ripple effects that are out there, all the good that you're doing. But is there a, a success story that comes to mind that, that you're just really, really proud of having created this and putting it out into the world? Wow, that's a great question. You know, honestly, I can't think of one in particular because we get so many. So one, one of the favorite parts of what I do is I read all of the all of the feedback that comes in through the site from all the way down from you know technical problems and you know things that we're doing incorrectly that we need to fix and be better at all the way up to all of the stories that people share and there's just a wave of outpouring of how awesome this is and how much we've saved certain people and how we've contributed to their journey of getting that education or that you know whatever that end goal is for them truly been amazing and I'm trying to think of one story in particular, but there's so many because they all fit so many things. They all fit the same tune. I was not going to go back to school. It seemed like a bridge too far. And you guys made it possible for me mentally and physically. And that, honestly, that has just been, I skip to work every single day. <laughs> I, can't, I won't lie. I love it. So wonderful. And I, I wanted to ask you this question. So now you've got some traction. You're having some success behind you. You're certainly getting the notoriety from the media. Where do you see this going next? Where, what's the next step in your evolution? My dream is that we're going to be the platform that for no matter what school anyone wants to go to, that we're that platform they begin learning and preparing, again, as that modern alternative to junior college. And there's nothing wrong with community colleges. But the, the but the problem is, is that because the people at those instances, like the, the 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 educators there, people there, they're doing an excellent job. But I think that the institution of the community college has some problems because you know, like any government-run agency, which what they are, they don't adopt fast enough, and they don't always provide the services fast enough, and it's not always, and they they come at a taxpayer's expense. But I think that our model we've worked out is far better, where the the the, not just the educational equivalent, right? We can earn credits towards your degree, 
it's the personal touch and support, which is absent from most of the community colleges, right? They do have guidance counselors, but it's hard to access. They're not always there. You have to go down in person. We've really tried to focus the experience on the helping aspect. So I see that and I want to invest more in that and grow all that so that we really become the platform. And that being the answer to this big student debt crisis that we have. So I love this idea. I love that you're giving adults the opportunity to go back to school and cross bridges that they probably thought they couldn't cross. Where's been the friction? Where's been the resistance? If, if there has been any. Yeah, you know, honestly, the biggest resistance uh, that I think that we have and the challenge that we have as a company is that we've grown so quickly that we have not been able to to provide the same experience to every single person because, you know, I can only hire so many student advisors on staff because as we, as we grow, you know, we have to wait for that revenue to come in. And so a lot of the problems is that I people, I think, need more support and we're trying to just catch up with all of the popularity that we've been getting. So my challenge now has been, you know, uh, raising money and doing all the things that we need to do to duplicate that experience for every single student. Because when someone comes on, anybody can schedule time with the student advisor, they can get the access they need, they can unlock these things. But we just have to provide more because I want that experience to be just perfect for every single student who comes on. So that I think that's the big challenge for me. And then uh, externally, I think that the issue is that we have to get you know, more and more schools. I want to have pathways with all of the best schools in the country. And we're going to get there. And we've been moving very quickly. And there's tons of great options even as of today. But, you know, that's the other challenge too. We got to make sure that this is something that we get every university to participate with. I love this. So this is this is very exciting, I think. And any time that there's a disruptive model, it takes time for it to get traction, but you already are starting to garner that, which is absolutely perfect. So we are at time. This has been a really, really cool chat. And I love everything you've shared about onlinedegree.com. As you know, I, I like to wrap up all of my shows by asking my guests a single question. And that is, what is your biggest helping? The single most important piece of information for somebody to walk away with after hearing our conversation today? Yeah, thank you. I think that it goes back to my favorite quote, which is, know thyself, which is a quote that comes from um, ancient Greece. It was actually inscribed on the Temple of Apollo, which was the Temple of Wisdom. And it was in the, the belief was, was that how could you obtain true wisdom and happiness if you didn't know yourself? The one thing that you should be able to know better than anything else. And I would say that after my experience, I think, you know, Dr. Richard, when we spoke, your experience as well, that you would agree with this, is that once you really go through that exercise to really understand yourself and know yourself, it's then very easy to become happy. Because then once you're cognizant of the things that don't really make you happy and you've really spent the time on mapping that out, it's very easy to avoid the things that would make you unhappy, to avoid the things that, well, to put you on the right track to be successful well, where you enjoy what you do every single day. So I think that's the key thing that I, I would walk away, that I, the epiphany that I had. Awesome. Grant, this has been really, really cool. I'm so excited for people to check out your website and get involved in your program. Tell us where people can find out more about you and how they can get involved in what you're offering. Yeah, well, so the website is, of course, onlinedegree.com. And uh, anyone who is interested in, in you know, taking part in that definitely can. And I think the best place to reach out to me is on LinkedIn. 
Uh, I'm very active on there. I like connecting with everyone. Uh, and so if, if they wanted to reach out, you know, go ahead and uh, send me a, a note to connect. Perfect. And we'll have everything that is Grant Aldrich and OnlineDegree.com connected to the show notes at thedailyhelping.com, as well as in the Daily Helping app available in Google Play and the iTunes store. Well, Grant, this was awesome. Uh, I'm so excited to hear about where you're going with this. And hopefully a lot of our listeners can take advantage of your offerings. Thanks again. I loved having you on the show today. Dr. Richard, thank you so much for having me. And uh, as a as a teaser to the listeners, you know, we're obviously talking about how we can incorporate a lot of the work that you've done in helping our students identify what's the right fit for them in their career pathways. So that's an exciting thing to come. Yes, most definitely. Uh, I'm excited about that as well. Well, I, I again, I thank you for coming on the show. I loved having you here today. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. And I also want to thank each and every one of you who chose to listen to this episode. If you like what you heard, go subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review because this is what helps other people find the show. But most importantly, go out there today and do something nice for someone else, even if you don't know who they are, and post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others. <laughs>